to come before your presence this night. Oh, Lord God, to feel after your holy hand, your mighty power. Lord God, we need thy spirit of truth to lead and guide us each and every day through these waters that are uncharted, dear God. Direction that we go, my Lord, led by your spirit, heading for that beautiful place called heaven. I thank you, dear God. I praise you, dear Lord. I worship you, holy God. Need that great and mighty and holy hand. Need your holy guidance, dear Lord. I pray that you'll rebuke every evil spirit comes against your children. Let there be a channel and an unction that is open from heaven. And let there be that peace and joy and love of God in our hearts. 
Oh, Lord, I praise and thank you. I need you every second, Lord, every minute, Lord, and every hour. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let us give the Lord a big hand together. Thank you, dear God. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Genesis, first book of the Bible. Genesis chapter 42. Genesis chapter 42. you look at verse 36, Genesis 42 and 36. And Jacob their father said unto them, Me have ye bereaved of my children. And Joseph is not, and Simeon is not, and you will take Benjamin away. All these things are against me. Last part of the verse, all these things are against me. Everybody said, praise the Lord. Well, if you have a Bible, turn further into the New Testament, if you would, the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are thee called according to his purpose. Once again, Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God, to them who are thee called according to his purpose. Everybody said praise the Lord. I'd like to minister for a little while tonight on how to get all these things to work for you can be seated the Lord bless you I want things to work for me I don't want things to be working against me when we are born into this life the Bible teaches we're born in sin and we're shapen in iniquity or in, a, in a, an unlawlessness the enemy who was thrust out of heaven before the foundation of the world that Jesus during his earthly ministry proclaimed, I beheld Satan fall as lightning from heaven. The Bible teaches, of course, that he rose up against God. Satan did. Lucifer, son of the morning, he rose up against God. Not happy with what God was doing for him. Not happy with the place that he had, the estate that was given to him. And so he became disgruntled and discontented. And, of course, misery loves company. He began to set in to convince everybody that what he was doing was right. The direction that he was going was right. And God and his leadership and his congregation, what he was doing was all wrong. And so he began to affect, in a negative way, one-third of the heavenly host. The Bible teaches that war broke out in heaven and that Satan, or Lucifer, was cast out and the third went with him. And they have uh, come down to planet Earth and set in to destroy. He becomes the prince and the power of the air. And he, his evil spirit permeates the whole entire 
world in which we live. The things that are bad come from God. No, the things that are good come from God. Many people think that the things that are bad come from God and get it so mixed up. And it's unfortunate, but let me tell you, that's nothing but a trick of the enemy. He wants you to believe. He wants the world to believe that every bad thing comes from God, when in fact that is quite the opposite. He masquerades and he hides, and he is the one, Satan, that is bringing all the bad and all the negativity and all the problems and all the confusion. So you want to keep your eye on what is right, what is good, what is clean, what is proper. You want to get your eyes on the Lord. Without your eyes on Him, you will begin to sink into the whole mess, the quagmire of the mess of this world. You'll sink into confusion, and you won't know what is right. You won't know up from down. You won't know like the Ninevites, right from left. You want to get your mind on the things of the Holy Ghost, the things of the Spirit of the Lord. You want things to go in the right direction. You don't want to find yourself like Jacob of old and said, all these things are against me. I find myself defenseless against all of these spirits that are coming against me. He began to pour out his complaint as things were conspiring to continue to bring confusion and pain and misery into his life. And he tried to withstand it, not understanding what was going on. If we could simply begin to grasp the simplicity that God has for us. How many times as we go from the Old Testament and work our way to the time in which we live in this New Testament, we find that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. He began to encourage men and women. They would come with all kinds of problems, all kinds of difficulties, things that were knotted up and tied up in their life, and he would tell them, only believe. Now that wasn't something to be just a simple thing and cast off. There's a challenge for you to believe. Hear me, in this world, this world is filled with that prince and power of the air who brings unbelief. He brings doubt. He brings fear. He doesn't want people to believe in the almighty God. He has turned his back on the almighty God. He wants everybody to follow him. He wants everybody to go in the direction that he leads them. And he is shaping minds in many different ways and many different avenues and inventions. He is shaping minds. You want your mind to be shaped by the Holy Ghost, by the spirit of truth, not the spirit of error. You want to get your things working for you. You want things to line up in your life. You want things to be in place and be in order and be decent and be godly and give you hope and direction. There is a way to get things to fall in place. There is a way to get things to begin to work for you. When you come to this New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are your four accounts of the one gospel. They are written under the time of the law. The church was making, the program of God was making a transition, was leaving from the old and coming to the new, leaving the old will, that they covenant that they had bro broken. And uh, Jeremiah 31 and 31, they broke that covenant. And God said, but I'm going to bring a new covenant. I'm going to do something in the hearts of men and women, and I'm going to change things for the good. We're going to get things to work for the good here. We're going to get all these things to work for the good. 
And as you begin to watch the New Testament and Jesus Christ in all of his glory and wisdom went about doing good, healing all that were sick and oppressed of the devil, trying to bring people to a place to where they would believe in God, where their hearts would turn to the spiritual matters at hand and that they could realize that Satan is down here and muddying the water and making a big mess and getting people's hearts and minds looking at the wrong things and involved with the wrong things and feeling after the wrong things. Always feeling like everything would be down here when in reality he's wanting you to lift up your eyes he's wanting you to lift up your head he's wanting you to lift up your hearts and look unto him and he God alone has the answer for you he has the answer for every man woman boy and girl there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun there is something here that you want to grasp and get a hold of and Jesus kept telling people only believe believe what I'm telling you he upbraided them sometimes for their hardness of heart. He got angry with them because of their unbelief. He wanted them to trust. He wanted them to believe. And you got to do that in the time when the enemy's coming against you and he's trying to get you to let go and to look down and to think carnally and naturally. That's when you got to firm up your mind and set your affections on things that are above. You've got to look to God. You've got to persevere. You've got to press through everything and you've got to touch him. You gotta touch him. You gotta believe him. And when you begin to do that, things turn around. Things you turn around and things will turn around. Jacob finally relented. And as he did, everything he began to see how everything was coming into place. He no longer was resisting. He no longer was fighting. What did Paul say? Beating against the air of flailing that was going on. And as he began to yield himself to the plan of God, then the Bible, of course, teaches that he was reunited. And Joseph said, I was sent here ahead of you all to preserve your life, to get everything. I was a part of the big plan. It meant much suffering. It meant much uh, difficulty in battle. But the Lord was always with me. The Lord brought me through the dif difficult things the difficult circumstances and the situations. When Job was challenged uh, right in his face with his family and, uh, and then everything was completely to the point to where even his health was gone and he sat there, the Bible teaches, in sackcloth and ashes and yet this man never cast away his faith. He would not charge God foolishly. He held the line in spite of what it looked like, in spite of what it was. And there was many spirits, no doubt, coming around and telling him that there is no God, and God doesn't care about you, and you're forsaken. Why don't you, even his wife got in his ear and said, why don't you curse God and die? Thank God for wives that know how to be supportive of their men. Everybody said amen. As I'm telling you what, we're living in a world that wants you to fuss and wants you to fight and wants you to argue and wants you to be in one another throats and wants you not to hold up hands but to hold them down and try to get you all messed up and turned around you got to read a spirit when you see a spirit and you got to put your head up and you got to say I believe in God and I believe in the Bible and I'm going to go forward and I'm going to be have victorious here I'm not going to let the enemy tear everything up I'm going to stand against him when he does that amen, amen. I'm going to speak words of faith amen. encouragement Words that hold up hands that otherwise would hang down. Come on here. 
Amen. Amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. Job, Job would not charge God fools. Kept on keeping on in spite of everything that came against him. And you are told to read the back of the book. Look at the end of the thing. See the end of the Lord. See the results. See what took place to somebody that would not give in to the enemy. Somebody that would not throw in the towel. Someone that would not charge God foolishly. Someone that would not point fingers and make excuses and rationalizations and, and have negative things to say. Oh, no, look at the individual that maintains their integrity, maintains their faith, that let God, as he said, when God's done trying me, I'll come like gold. I'll come forth uh, free of all the garbage and the refuse. If anything that God is doing, he's going to allow it to be done, it's going to make me a vessel for the finer. Isn't that what your Bible said in Proverbs? If you get rid of the garbage, you get rid of the dross, you'll bring forth a vessel for the finer. You're only going to come out better. No wonder it's written about the trying of your faith. I'm telling you, it's how you look at it. It's your perspective about things. If you're looking to God and you're trusting God and you believe in God, you're going to see that all things are working together for the good. It comes down to whether or not you love Him. It comes down to whether or not you're feeling your calling in this moment and say, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to hang with it. No matter what, I'm going to love Him and praise Him and worship Him. And I will see that all things are not against me, but all things are working for the good. Let's get things going in the right direction here. Get your life going in the right direction. Amen. Get your life going in the right direction. Get your marriage going in the right direction. Get your relationships going in the right direction. Get your feet, your heart, your mind, everything in the right direction. We're heading towards God. At the center and the core of it all is our love and our praise and our worship for Him. Our motivation is doing it for God. What we're about, we're about for God. What we're looking to, we're lifting up our eyes unto the hills from whence cometh our help. We're looking to God. We're not looking for the things of this earth anymore. We've gone away from that. That's when things were against us. We were on the wrong side. We are on the wrong team. We had the wrong spirit, but God delivered us. God changed us. God's church doesn't teach hate. God's church doesn't, a guy the other day told one of the men that's in the church and he's delivering the, the sand out here. He said, he said um, Why, we just don't like you. And he said, well, my, my pastor teaches that, that we love everybody. We don't, we don't hate anybody. We don't get an attitude like that. Oh, friend, what a difference when your mouth opens up and from your heart comes forth. What did Jesus say? You don't have to premeditate. It'll be the spirit of your heavenly father that does the talking. He's not going to come out of there talking all kinds of hatred and all kinds of war and all kinds of strife and putting things down. Oh no, that's not the Holy Ghost. Not at all. You get the gift of the Holy Ghost and there's something going to change for the good in your heart. You're going to be turned in the right direction and you're going to be free from the root of bitterness. You're going to get free from pride. You're going to get free of jealousy. You're going to get free of hatred. Spirits that weighted you down like Apostle Paul coming through a storm thrust on a strange island builds a fire trying to do something good and a viper comes out and leaps on his arm but he shook it off he shook it off you can shake off the things of the devil if you will let God's love make everything work together for the good huh. somebody say well, what good is it viper gets on his arm. What good is that, that venomous beast? What good? How did that work for the good? Well, all the people of that island knew that kind of snake, and they got their, their wristwatches out, their Rolexes. I'll give them about 10 minutes. Oh, it's 9.59. He's still standing. 
he's going great guns. He's got a big fire going. How come he's not dead? Man, this guy must be something else. Oh, you see, you stand the test, and God has a way of, of producing fruit in your life. God has a way of giving you honor. God has his own way of doing what it say, what you do in secret. God will reward you openly. You don't need a big pat on the back all the time. You don't need recognition, earthly recognition. You don't need the way that the world does it. You're not looking for their bling and their pat on the back and their accolades. You're not looking for that garbage. Hear me tell you, your motivation is to glorify God. Paul said, I heard from him. He said, stay with the ship and things are going to go right. He's going to make it all work in a day. They had revival, they had breakthrough, and a healing campaign break out on that island. And people changed their minds about him. Instead of calling him a murderer, they started saying he was a god. Well, with a small g, we are a god. He said we're judges, and we can judge righteously. People say, oh, you shouldn't judge. Yes, you should judge. You should judge by chapter and verse. You should judge by God's word got to look at things and say man that don't sound like somebody's opened their mouth and spewing out hatred that ain't God the Bible said God is love that doesn't mean God is compromised doesn't mean God's wishy-washy doesn't mean there's not any steel or metal in God there is okay but God doesn't hate the only thing he hates is the false way the things that lead you astray the spirit that comes against you you get cancer we're not going to hate you but we're going to hate that cancer we're going to hate the spirit that's brought that in your life. And we're going to fight against that in a spiritual manner. We don't have guns. We don't have grenades. We don't have, uh, we're not going here battling with our fists. Not at all. But we are coming in the name of the Lord. You see that David didn't need a sword. David didn't need a shield. David didn't need a spear. He said, I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. And I've got a rock for you. And I want to tell you, we're built upon the rock. And I want to keep good contact with the rock. That's another thing they said. The inspector said, you've got to have contact with the rock. And I said, boy, that'll preach. I certainly want to have contact with I don't want nothing getting between me and the rock. I don't want no muck. I don't want no filth. I don't want no TV. I don't want this wild. People say we got problems with all kinds of gas. Maybe you realize it's not too late to turn it off, unplug it, throw it out, and get your mind on God. Not too late to turn some people around. And find out then that things will work for you and not against you. God will cause things to work for you. Suffering, Bible teaches. You suffer for His namesake that it's going to bring you a righteousness from God. The Bible teaches that you can even rejoice in your time of temptation. Blessed is that individual that endures temptation. That God's going to put a joy in your heart. God's going to bring a victory. That you're going to see that the final analysis, just like Job, you're going to see the final analysis that the Lord is, is tender and pitiful and of great mercy. They're going to look to those that have gone before you and how God has so greatly rewarded. The enemy would like to make you think it's all bad when all the while, if we will work with God, it's all good. Everything is going to work together for the good, no matter what it looks like, no matter even what it feels like or sounds like or, 
or, or in our mind begins to think like. If we're going to get ourselves rooted and grounded and settled in the Word of God, then we're going to see past the smoke screen and all the smoke and mirrors and all the camouflage and all the masquerading. Your Bible tells you that Satan, he masquerades. He presents himself as an angel or messenger of light when in reality he's the angel of darkness and death and deception. you got to see things like they really are and that's what God's going to show you. Jacob got an eye-opening experience when he saw Joseph. Woo! God did all this all the time and I've been doubting and I've been crying and I've been mad, kicking dust around all the time. God was doing something. If I'll just work with God, get in step, get in rank, get in harmony, the Holy Ghost fell because they got in one mind and one accord in a harmony. Like-minded. Let this mind be in us, which was in Christ Jesus. Everybody said amen. You can remain standing. Let's get everything. Let's see it as it is, first of all. You make a turnaround in the right direction through a good godly repentance, a repentance that needeth not to be repented of. In other words, you know you, you did it completely. You swept it good. and You made a clean break and a clean sweep of everything. Meet a good repentance before God. And you get a turnaround in your heart. I want to get away from the things that are making everything fight against me, be against me. And I want to get with the things that are, with the, with the pattern and the attitude and the experience and the Word of God that will have everything working together for the good for me. When things start working for me instead of working against me is when I quit working against God and I start working for God. I start getting in harmony and I get uh, cooperative and I become compatible and I'm working with what did Jesus say if you if you don't gather unto me he said then you're going to scatter it's one or the other we want to get into that position where no matter what's coming our way that we have that that firm fixed faith and belief that confidence how did it say come boldly to the throne of grace that means come with confidence you come up there with a confidence you don't come up there with an attitude you come up there with confidence to God that you know that he's going to work everything out if we'll be faithful and we'll be true and we will trust and believe him many times you just got to I've had people come and say are you going to do this when are you going to do that and all the while my mind I'm thinking just relax I'm working on it it's all going to work out everything's going to be fine and that's exactly how I feel many times God is thinking, relax, son. Everything's all right. I got it all working for the good. You're going to see down the end of the line here that it's all for the good. You wondered why that would be good. It's going to be good. My God knows how to work everything for the good to them that love him. And are they called according to his purpose? We're working for his purpose tonight. We're not working for ourselves because ourselves are born in sin and shaping in lawlessness. And we do the wrong things. We say the wrong things. And we follow the wrong spirit. And at the time, it seemed like a good idea. And it turned out to be a horrible idea. You know? But then you, you get that pull and that drawing to God. And if you're raised up in the church, you don't lose confidence in that. You don't lose faith in that. The next generation, the next generation, have faith in what you've been raised in and what you've been taught. And it will be there for you. It will work for you. Notice it works. It works. It labors. It's not passive. It's active. It's out there getting a job done, and you're working with it. And everybody said amen. amen. I want to work with things that are working for me. Yes. And God makes it work 
He does make it work. That doesn't mean you don't go through, go through trial or tribulation, but all of those things are going to work for the good because they're going to put you in a better shape to believe God, to trust God, to obey God, and to know and have a backlog of experience how God did this, and I remember God did that, and oh, God did that. Whoa, you should have seen God do that one. Oh, my friend, and you know in your heart that there are things that have taken place that nobody could have done that except God, and I tell you, God is at work, and he's causing things to work together for the good to them that love him and obey him and trust him and serve him. Let's lift our hearts with our hands. Amen. Our heart is on you, Lord. Holy God. Sometimes you can't see what good that God's doing because you're complaining. Get too much complaining in the way. That's doubt. That's fear. That's unbelief. You got to cut through that. You got to pray through that. You got to worship through that. Amen. Let the skies clear. Let the sun shine. Amen. You got to grasp the glory of his power and his might. Obey him and you'll walk with angels. Amen. Yes, he will. Come on now. Come on now. Come on, get with the program. Get with the plan. Let's get things working for the good for you. Worship him. Oh, yeah. How much more? Come on now. Woo.
Come on, get that fresh touch. Get that fresh touch. Come on. Come on, Holy Ghost. Don't be waiting on anything. Deal after God. Need that touch. Come on. Holy Ghost. Come on, worship Him. Hello. Come on now. Come on. Lift those hearts with those hands. Bring praise and worship to him. Praise and worship to him. You need to thank him. Come on, you're all locked up. Let him unlock you. Woo! Come on. Come on. He's up. Never long. Never hateful thing. Never. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, help each one, strengthen each one, work in each life, come on and worship him, come on and praise him, send up your praise, don't miss this opportunity, send up praise, send up praise, send up praise, come on, woo! Holy Ghost, touch my heart, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord. Come on, you got a good opportunity here tonight. Your heart should be lifted with your hands. You need to talk to God. You need to pray. You need to pray. Tell him you love him. Tell him you appreciate him. Bless his holy name. Thank you. Give him thanks. Worship him. You gotta praise him. You need to love him. You need to thank him. Come on, Lord. Holy Ghost. Come on, get cooperative. Everything fall in place. Every blessing falling in place. 
pressing your way through every challenge, every difficulty, every obstacle, 